This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Mark Cuban, and you're listening to the Step Back, the best math podcast ever. I like this, TK. I like that. Yeah, it's the Mavericks, all about action. Don't do no acting, no Samuel Jackson. Dirk get the ball, you know that it's magic. Post move deadly, yeah, get tragic. Look with the ball, yeah, get nasty. He'll drop 30, don't gotta ask him. Got Chris Stapps, coach at the Adam. I spaz like Dallas, said that I'm rapping, God. If Luca shoot the ball, you know that it's cash. But my boy still living the past. Now he got my boy Chris Stapps, looking like Dirk and Nash in the gap. They just want a ring, want to fill the gap. On your team head, I ain't talking heads. Dang, go relax, kill that champ. Deep is still coming with How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Math Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. Today, we have a very special guest. We have former Carolina Tar Heel and current forward for the Dallas Mavericks, Justin Jackson. Justin, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Just hanging out and, you know, trying to wait this thing out. Yeah, yeah. The, the big news of the day is, you know, the NBA Board of Governors approve the 22-team return-to-play plan, uh, which obviously includes the Dallas Mavericks and, uh, you know, eight teams are left out. But they're going to have an eight-game, what they call like a, I guess, a seeding deal with schedule. And then they'll jump into the playoffs. And uh, right now, you're the current seven seed in the West, but you're, you know, getting up to home court is very attainable. You know, one point – five games from fifth and then, you know, 2.5 from being in the fourth spot. So what are your thoughts on this, this plan that Adam Silver put together and got passed? And, you know, what, what's your biggest takeaway from it? Um, you know, I think it is good that, you know, we are, you know, one of the major leagues that are kind of, you know, getting this thing back rolling again. Um, you know, I, 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 have all the confidence in the world that Adam Silver and everybody involved, um, you know, will take everybody's safety first. Um, so, I mean, as far as the 22 um, team return to play, you know, I think it'll be a cool deal. Um, you know, I think it'll, it'll add some intensity for sure, because it'll be basically all teams that are in the race. Um, and I think that that's going to really, you know, cause, you know, you know, those eight games that we played before to be, you know, even though it's a weird deal coming back and playing, I think it's going to cause us to be, you know, pretty intense games. So um, I'm excited to see kind of how everything turns out. You know, it'll be definitely different than anything, you know, anybody's ever done. So um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be very competitive, uh, you know, towards the end of the season when people have a big lead on a certain spot in their conference, they might rest players down the stretch. Well, now you have a situation where everybody's been resting for, you know, two plus months, uh, you know, other than people working out on their own. So you'd think that for eight games, people are going to be giving it their all. 
And, you know, just on your side of things, I know they've opened up the practice facilities for voluntary workouts and everything now. How is that going? Like, are there, are there, is there a certain player or, you know, it may be you or somebody else that you can just see like, okay, they're ready to get back going with this? I mean, honestly, I think everybody's kind of ready to get back to, you know, whatever the new norm might be for us. You know, I think everybody's ready to be able just to go into their facilities and work out, you know, whether that is to work out to get back into the season or just to work out in the off season. Um, so, I mean, I think everybody, I mean, when they first, you know, told us that we were, we were open up for voluntary workouts, you know, everybody that was, you know, here in Dallas, I think everybody pretty much, you know, texted Casey and, you know, tried to make sure that they had a time, you know, to get into the gym. So, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's tough because at first, I mean, you know, I'll speak from my own perspective at first, I didn't even have a gym to go to, you know, I didn't, I didn't have anywhere that I could go. Obviously I've got some stuff here at home to do as far as weights and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I didn't have a basketball goal or any, anything or any place to go to. So, you know, just, you know, having our facilities open, having those options now of gyms that we can go to to work out, I think everybody's just ready to get back in the gym. Yeah, and, you know, uh, during this hiatus, unfortunately, you know, here in 2020, we're still having to have these talks about police brutality and uh, there's still racism, you know, all, all through America and everything. And, you know, George Floyd – people can say whatever they want to, but, you know, he should be alive. And, I mean, there's just – there's no other way to put it. We've seen people coming together all around the country. You've been part of that in Dallas. Mark Cuban was there, other players. What has that been like this past week, just joining those protests and, you know, just pushing forward wanting a change? Like, what, what, what can we do going forward to be better? Um. You know, for one, I think it was uh, very good. You know, the one that me and, you know, a couple other guys went to, including Mark and, you know, Jalen and Dwight. I think Maxie went. Um, you know, that that was put together extremely well um, as far as, you know, it wasn't really – it wasn't violent. People were allowed to get their emotions out. Um, you know, and I think it spoke on a lot of things and a lot of issues that are in this country. Um you know, I think the biggest thing that we can do as individuals is to just love each other, you know, show that you care for the other person, you know, for a person, not for their race, not for their religion, not for whatever that might make them a little different than you are. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, obviously we, we go through life and we interact with so many different people um, and there's so many stereotypes made. There's so many things, um, you know, that it caused people to have judgments on other people. But our biggest thing that we can do as individuals is not look at that other person across from us as a white person or a black person or, or a Muslim or Christian, whatever it might be, but rather just look at them as a human being. Um, and I think that's all we can really do. I think these protests and you know, I've been reading a whole lot of stuff now. People are, you know, starting to question all this sort of stuff. And, you know, now people are starting to talk bad about people who are doing all the rioting and the looting. And, you know, I think the biggest problem is, you know, this is how these people feel like they can be heard. Um, and, you know, that's just the unfortunate aspect of it is, 
you know, all the peaceful protests and everything like that up until this point, you know, we still have people being killed for no reason. Um, and that sort of injustice. So now people feel like this is the only way that they can be heard. And, you know, I think for us, you know, it's just, it's just a matter of, you know, not making judgments and just looking at the person in front of us and just looking at them as a human being, just like us. And, you know, if we can do that, you know, I think there will be some sort of change, but until that, you know, it, it, I don't think it'll really, it'll really matter. Right. And I think something that stuck, stuck with me was, um, you know, when Dirk retired or right before he retired, he made the, the comment that he just always tried to treat people the way he wanted to be treated. And that's how he approaches his life. And I think if everybody tried to live by those words, you know, we'd, we'd live in a better world because, you know, I'm, I'm a white guy. I, I know that I will never understand, you know, what the black community has gone through and continues to go through, but I'm also a human being. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I know what's right and wrong too. And I just wish more people were, were able to see that. And I, I hope it makes a real change what's going on these last couple weeks. And I hope people don't, you know, just brush it off to the side just because sports is coming back and everything. I hope that, you know, it'll continue going to where it makes an impression. It makes a real difference. So, but it was really great to see you guys out there doing what you were doing. Justin, now we just want to – I'm going to talk about the uh, the playoffs now. Obviously, you have the eight-game stretch that you're going to go through before jumping to the playoffs. Uh, I'm not exactly sure of the schedule. I don't think they've, they've set the eight-game schedule. But when you get to the playoffs, given this two-month-plus hiatus that you've gone through, I mean, what do you think that's going to be like going into a postseason where, you know, the level of competition is always raised up a couple notches, but you have this unique situation where you've been off for so long. I mean, what, what do you think that's going to be like? Do you think it's going to uh, hurt the, the quality of play or what are you expecting? Uh, I mean, I think having those eight games before is, are going to be key. Um you know, because that's basically like a preseason and a couple other games, um, you know, before you really start getting into, you know, your rhythm and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I think it's going to be different. You know, I think, you know, these regular season games are going to be so important, but at the same time, people are going to have to get back into game shape and get back into game rhythm and all that sort of stuff. So I think it is going to be a little different. Um you know, I don't think it's going to be the super polished basketball that you see, you know, with four games left in the season normally. Um, but at the same time, all of us are competitors. You know, all of us are, you know, we've been playing basketball our whole entire lives. So, um, you know, I always joke, I always joke saying it's just like riding a bike. Um, but I mean, all these guys compete, all of these guys want to, you know, make it to the playoffs and make it even further. So they're going to, you know, try to will themselves and will their teams to, you know, be ready for those games. So, you know, it'll be interesting. I think there's going to be a lot of um, up and downs, I think, to start the eight games. Uh, but I think it'll be it'll be a very interesting um, and competitive, competitive deal. We'll end with this. I'm not going to put you on the spot and tell you to make a prediction or anything, but just the math specifically, 
you know, before this happened, before all this happened with the coronavirus and everything, you know, Luca, he was struggling keeping his hand healthy. It seemed like every other night somebody was hitting it and, you know, it was re-aggravating that injury. Mark Cuban said that's not an issue anymore. Uh, you know, he should be ready to go. Uh, KP, I know he rested on a lot of back-to-backs, but he should be ready to go. Uh, I don't think Dwight Powell is probably going to come back. I, I'll get your perspective on that, but I don't think so. But just overall, team health and, you know, everybody's well-rested. What do you, What are your personal expectations going into this postseason? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, as far as Dwight goes, you know, I, I just – I think – it's the smartest for him just to take his time to come back from that kind of injury, you know, as an individual, it's just, you know, there's no reason for him to try to force his way back. And I don't even think he could, honestly, I think his timing is just, there's more that he needs to do. Um, But I mean, obviously to have, you know, that is one thing that this has, you know, helped a lot um, is that everybody, like you said, Luke had all those nagging little injuries. KP was obviously, you know, he'd sit out back to backs and stuff just for, precautionary reasons but you know it gave everybody a lot of rest um and their so their bodies should be fresh going into you know this this deal that we got going on so i think that's going to be super key um you know it's going to be extremely important going into this whole thing is now everybody's healthy so now we all got to go out there and try to do everything we can to prepare ourselves for those eight games and going into the playoffs so um you know, I think it'll be, it'll be, like I said, it'll be very interesting. And it'll be, it'll be a fun, um, a fun experience. I think, you know, like I said, no, this has never happened ever. Um, and so to be a part of it, I think it's going to, it's going to be an interesting thing. Yeah. And depending on how it goes, you never know. It may become a staple going forward for future seasons too. So, well, Justin, we really appreciate it. I hope you stay safe out there, man. And we cannot wait to see you guys back on the court. Really appreciate you spending some time with me. Well, I appreciate you for having me, man. All right. You have a good one. We'll see you. All right. You too. Take a step back, reminiscing about the old days when I hooped outside with my friends and drunk that old chain. Crossover doing step backs in a pair of chains. These days I'm about my chips like a bag of lays. I ain't lying when I tell you people ain't the same How you real when you say your soul for the fame Do anything for a dollar I'ma stay patient cause I know God promised me a lot Looked up the Dirk and MJ instead of blue collar Excited at the idea of being a true baller Riding in the Benz, a copper and parlor Feeling like I made it, now they trying to holler This how we thinking life's supposed to be Media keeping all my friends close to me Feeding me all the lies and propaganda in my eyes I've been here forever, they thinking that I just arrived Now step back and go on more of a letter I treat this rap game like it's target practice And I ain't even got an aim And my seeing headshots just for saying my name Now I'm 18, they say I'm acting different Labels call my phone, but I'm lacking interest Ain't talk to my friends in a while Ain't smile like this in a while I'm out Take a step back, reminiscing about the old days When I hooped outside with my friends and drunk that old chain Crossover doing step backs in a pair of J's These days I'm about my chips like a bag of Lay's I ain't lying when I tell you people ain't the same How you real when you say your soul for the fame 
do anything for a dollar I'ma stay patient cause I know God promised me a lot Remember when we used to wish to be grown Until we got out on our own, for real Not a ball in my car If I don't shoot my shot, the people sending me home Took a step back, so I've been reminiscing Paris told the truth, wishing that we listened But life is the best teacher All this jibber-jabber, homie, I'ma keep it authentic All these people criticized and now one of them did it All our parents had dreams and now one of them lived it Soon as you look up, man, time to pass you by I'm just 19, in a minute I'll be 50 Learn from the past and apply to the present We all got a gift and I treat mine like a present Oh my God, I swear I'm preaching like a reverend To the day I die, they never give me my credit Take a step back, reminiscing about the old days When I hooped outside with my friends and drunk that OJ Crossover doing step backs in a pair of J's These days I'm about my chips like a bag of legs I ain't lying when I tell you people ain't the same How you real when you say your soul for the fame? Do anything for a dollar I'ma stay patient cause I know God promised me a lot of Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.